I recently watched a movie in which they said that almost every single person makes a plan for what they'll do after they succeed, how they'll celebrate, what they'll do, what they'll do with the money that they make. But very, very few people decide what they're going to do in case they fail. How will they handle that failure? And this lack of preparedness to handle failure is causing a lot of problems in our society and the world around us. And today, through this video, I'm going to share with you a few of the things that I learned every single time I failed and how you could incorporate them in your life as well. Have you ever seen a storm? Do you know what happens in a storm? The tallest trees, the strongest trees, the ones that you think are going to be able to withstand the storm sometimes are the ones that as soon as the storm comes, they cannot take the force and they die. They fall and they die and the storm passes. And you know what happens to the smaller shrubs, the plants, the small flexible little plants that were around. The storm comes, they bend, they twist and they turn and they bend. They almost respect the storm, they pay it homage as it passes and once the storm passes, slowly they come back to life, they stand up again. Why am I sharing this observation? I'm sharing this observation because it is true of so many people around us. In my life, I've seen a lot of students who are amazing students. They peak early in life. They're A graders. They do well in academics. They do well in sports. And the first time they encounter failure, the first time they encounter a difficult situation, they feel so inadequate. They're just not prepared to handle that. And then they immediately crack buckle and fall. And what happens to the backbenchers? The backbenchers are the ones who are adept at handling failure. They're the ones who know how to twist and turn and they're the ones who know how to contort themselves in so many different ways that they know how to handle every situation around. And these are the guys that sometimes are more perseverant. They are the ones they manage to persist and work and work and fall and stand up over and over and over again. And they are the ones who make it big in life. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because today, in the world around us, we realize that there are a lot of people who have everything going for them. And at the first chance of failure or at the first time that they do not succeed, they crumble like a bag of pebbles. And the ones who have nothing going for them, the ones who know how to fight adversity after adversity after adversity, are actually the ones that actually make it big in life. Today I'm going to tell you about some of the mindsets that these people have that set them apart from the ones who don't know how to deal with failure and the mindsets that they use every single time they fail in order to propel themselves up to bigger heights. Let me start now. Number one, they accept a mistake, they accept a failure, they accept when they mess up. You know, one of the easiest things in the world is to be in a world that's an illusion, is to live in a little bubble. It's fine, things are good, things are fine around here. The moment you start making your peace with something that may not be going right, you are on the path to make it correct. So the first thing that people who end up being successful, who end up learning from their failures or their setbacks, are the ones who accept what they've done or who accept the situation around them. The second thing that these people do is, they change the words in their head. You know, I noticed that the moment we make a mistake because of how we're conditioned when we're children, when we're in school, the moment we make a little mistake, we start labeling ourselves failures. I'm a failure. 
you did not pass grade 4 you failed your teacher says oh you're a failure immediately these words stick and the next time you make a mistake these words come back you didn't pass grade 4 so does that mean you're a failure you could be damn good in sports you could be damn good at theater you're not a failure at all studies may not be your thing academics may not be your thing mathematics may not be your thing but that does not make you a failure not succeeding in one thing does not equal that the rest of your life is completely worthless you are not a failure okay so the second thing that we have to remember is change the words in your head you're not a failure you might just be somebody who isn't good at something particular or you may be somebody who made a mistake in a particular thing or you may be somebody who might have failed an exam but you're going to succeed in something else in your life failing in one thing doesn't mean you're a failure that label is downright wrong and it's high time that we started changing the labels that we have for ourselves in our own minds the third thing you have to be really really careful about is something that i also spoke about in my last video change the questions you ask yourself you know questions are really powerful the moment we start asking ourselves the right questions we're triggering our brain to give us answers that are going to help us in the future when people fail sometimes the questions in their head are why did this happen to me why does this always happen to me why am i good for nothing however if you immediately snap out of that and you change the questions that you ask yourself you're going to change your future instead of asking why did this happen to me you could ask yourself what can i learn from this instead of asking yourself why does this always happen to me why is it always me ask yourself hmm i must have made some mistake somewhere what could that mistake possibly be knowing where you're going wrong is a great way to start working towards making things right so the next thing that we must constructively do is ask ourselves the right questions that are going to set us thinking proactively so that we don't make the same mistake again after this we also have to understand the difference between the word failure and the word setback what is failure failure is when nothing's moving right i want to be a successful person i started a business it failed therefore i'm a failure that's not correct at all if i want to be a successful person i made a mistake i started a business the business did not work i'm not a failure one project failed i can immediately divert my attention and my energies and do something else and if that one succeeds well i'm not a failure anymore so one part of what you do does not determine whether you're successful or you're a failure a failure is a much bigger term if you failed in everything always and forever then you're a failure however one small thing or two small projects or three small projects are just setbacks it's almost like this suppose you want to be a doctor you failed your second exam does that mean you're a failure does that mean you'll never be a doctor does that mean you'll never be able to serve people absolutely not you could still be a doctor you could still take the exam again and you could still pass and you could still be really really successful so let's try and understand this distinguishing or the differentiating factor between failures and setbacks failures are permanent the moment you label as yourself as a failure you are doing yourself disservice however if you start saying that's a little setback you're immediately programming yourself to not make that same mistake again the next thing we must remember if we want to succeed and if we want to jump out of failure is this whenever we fail 
One of the most important things that we go through is this. What will people think? What will society think? What will my neighbors think? What will my neighbors, cousins, friends think? What happens is we're putting too much pressure on ourselves thinking that everyone's going to think about us. In reality, however, trust me, people think very little about other people. They focus their attention on them. And the people who do think too much about you, well, they're probably just gossip mongers and they're not the kind of people you want to impress anyway. A lot of times when I think about what people are going to think about me in case I fail, I remind myself of something that my mother told me when I failed for the first time in grade 8 in physics. She told me this, Mansi, there are two kinds of people in the world. The first type, the ones who matter, they don't mind. And the second type, the ones who mind, they don't matter. I repeat that. Those who mind don't matter. And those who matter don't mind. The people who are truly yours, your parents, your family, your closest friends, they won't matter if you failed in something small or something big. They are the ones who are going to be rock solid by your side. And the ones who mind, well, they were never yours to start with. They were never your friends if they let go of you and they started talking behind your back the first time you failed. So maybe this is a great way also to test the relationships you have with people around you. The ones who matter will never mind. And the ones who mind just don't matter. Life is too short to spend it thinking about what other people think about us. The next thing that I also understand about failure is this. We don't share enough. In case I feel like I'm doing something wrong, I'm making a mistake somewhere or I'm failing at something, one of the most difficult yet most important things is to be able to open up and to be able to talk about it with somebody around. This is really important because very often we don't share enough, we don't listen enough. Everyone has a different perspective and sometimes when you share your stories, you share your emotions, it helps to make you feel unburdened but more than that, it also gives you somebody else's perspective on the same topic, therefore making you more open to the different ideas and the different ways that you can do things and therefore also setting you up for success the next time. A few more things that I want to tell you and the next point I want to tell you is this. There's a 24-hour rule that I learned from somebody. You know, some of the most successful people I know are sometimes some of the most dissatisfied people. That's because every time they achieve a goal, they start thinking about the next goal. I once spoke to a very successful sports person and she told me, you know Mansi, every time I achieve something, I give myself 24 hours to feel happy about it. And after that, I start thinking about the next goal. I was really happy because that is what made her achieve what she did. However, why can't we apply the same principle to failure? Why do we gloat on failure and why do we stick and think about failure for a much longer time than we think about success? Every time I did something good at school, I would do something good, get a trophy, get a certificate, have a teacher say good things about me, do well in an exam. I would come, I would tell mom about it, we'd probably be happy that day and I'd forget about it. However, every single time I failed an exam, I did something bad, I messed up, I lost a game, I lost a sport, I would beat myself up over it for days and days and days. And then I realized this, failure should have the same rule as success. If you don't harp about and gloat about your success for more than 24 hours, let's do the same with failure. If you fail at something or if you think you failed at something, if you've experienced a setback, give yourself exactly 24 hours 
to make peace with whatever emotions you feel around it and after that start planning constructively so as to take action that's going to change a lot of things give yourself 24 hours to process all the information and all the emotions that you may feel around it but after that let go start thinking about the future start thinking about what you're going to do next because that is really the energy and the enthusiasm that keeps you going and my last and probably the most important point of them all let's normalize failure as a species as a group of people today each one of us talks a lot more about our successes than our failures look at social media for example so many people share stories of what they did well so many people put up certificates and trophies and badges and medals however how often do they actually share the struggles they went through how often do they tell you stories about the times they failed miserably about the times they felt terrible very few people do that let's normalize stories of failure let's talk about failure because the more we talk about the failure the more we make it common knowledge and the more common it seems the more people will share about failure and about struggle openly and that's going to change a lot of things now for the first time ever i'm going to share with you my grand failure story in 2010 i started my first real real venture i started an event management company called shine events this was before the word startup was really cool so i did not even know what it was it was just a small company within a year in spite of all my enthusiasm and my hard work and all the dedication i put in i realized that things were not going well the first thing i did was i genuinely sat down with a pen and paper and the moment i was aware that there was a problem we were not getting the right kind of clients we were not doing as we would have wanted to i sat down to write what was going wrong so the first thing that i did was i accepted that there was a problem after that the moment i managed to accept there was a problem i asked myself am i a failure i changed the wording immediately and rather than saying i'm a failure and i'm not going to succeed in anything in my life i said i started a company it didn't do well i will have to shut it down it was a setback in my life i'm going to change from here on so what i did was i immediately started thinking constructively rather than spending too much time to beat myself up over what could have been a failure in my life the third thing I asked myself all the right questions. I remember I asked myself why did this not work out for me? Why am I not the right person to run an event management company? The answers were really simple. After a lot of thought I realized that I am a very organized person. I'm very meticulous with planning. However, I don't like working in a huge team. For me, to handle a team of more than 4 or 5 people becomes a problem i'm the kind of person who works with a solid core group who likes working with just one or two people around and that's where i find myself thriving therefore event management definitely wasn't for me because there i would have to manage a much bigger group get a lot of other people working together so i also realized something very valuable about me which i've used there on in my career The next thing that I did after this was I also had a long conversation. I remember speaking to my mother about it. I remember telling her all the things I learned. I also spoke to my husband about it. His entire opinion on the matter gave me a fresh perspective. What he also told me was that apart from the fact that I didn't like working with a lot of people, it is highly possible that I was not very comfortable working on holidays. And as an event manager, I have I would have to do that 
all the time so again sharing with people gave me a lot of insights about how i thought as a person after this of course the other things that i did was i gave myself at that point more than 24 hours because i didn't know about the rule but i gave myself a bit of time to start thinking to start planning and to start working constructively after i had made peace with my emotions I still remember the day when I went back to my small office it was just a tiny little room I went back to my office and I tried to clear it up I remember I had a single tear but I also told myself that I would never ever make a similar mistake again I would never ever do something which required me to work around too many people because that's not an atmosphere that I enjoyed and thankfully that realization led me to what my true passion is and that is sharing my story sharing my words sharing my thoughts and training and working with people who are in a different field than event management after that of course i did something that i very proudly am doing today i'm trying to normalize failure i am sharing my story today here because i feel that everyone should understand that behind anyone who's moderately remotely or even a tiny bit successful there are many many stories of failure and struggle and today just the fact that i've been able to find what i'm passionate about is because of the fact that i had that failure early on in my career i hope this opens your mind and opens your thought up to the fact that what you think is a dead end and is the end of the road possibly is just another detour which is telling you to look for another path like it happened in my life to sum up i just like to end with a few words that i just sketched down a tiny little poem that i've written the word failure is too heavy like sleeping on a tear stained pillow like a longing for that place called home like a grandparents hug who is no more yes the word failure is too heavy and i want to feel light again so from today each dark difficult dreadful night will be a moment of reflection each stretch mark a tiny medallion and each setback just another stepping stone have a great day all of you and i hope to see you soon in another video till then keep 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 being successful and keep doing what you love